everyone, it's Winifred, and if you're following me on my Instagram page, W-I-N-I-F-R-E-D, the podcast, you probably saw in my stories that I said that every other month I wanted to do interviews as well as specials. Interviews have been fun and amazing, and I've really enjoyed doing them, but they do take quite some time to edit. And while I'm editing, I don't want to pretty much, I guess, slow down the process because I like to just bang out episodes and bang out episodes. I'm still kind of figuring out my structure um, as far as when I post, but I thought that while I do some editing, I can also share things that I'm working on or have people come on and maybe read from their book or read their poem or talk about their platform um, not necessarily in an interview format but just more so of them just coming on and speaking freely so that's my idea but for my very first special I want to read from my novel it's called Woodsy High Heroes and I'm so excited about it I can't wait for everybody to get their hands on it so here it is Celine this way, the stagehand said calmly, directing the three-time best-selling author out of her dressing room to the main stage. Celine's cell phone had been vibrating off and on while she was in hair and makeup. Her husband, Timothy, was trying to send his love before she sat on the stage next to the country's biggest name in late-night television. The makeup artist who touched up her natural glam look informed the popular author that it was fine to pick up the phone for a couple minutes but she rolled her eyes at the suggestion. She was working. Her flight back home landed the next day around noon. Selena insisted her husband of two years could manage half a day without her. On her way down the hall to where her interview would be conducted, she heard the echo of her heels on the terry gray shiny tile beneath her feet, which sent nerves radiating all over her body. Her hands started to tremble. It was happening. The show averaged a regular 2.5 million viewers live and another couple million online within a few months of posting to popular media sites. Celine could see her reflection in the towel, those moments she would look down, take deep breaths, and pinch herself to make sure she wasn't dreaming. A squeamish version of herself stared back with a look in her eyes that she didn't quite recognize. Her latest book, Lovers and Fangs, did more than just sell well. It was a cultural phenomenon, earning her a literary award nomination and countless offers for movies and television series. Stand here in the hall until he calls your name and title, the stagehand instructed. Celine hadn't noticed how stunning she was prior to that moment. She was an Asian woman with wispy ombre hair that gently went from jet black to walnut brown. He'll say Celine K. Evers, best-selling author, whose latest book is taken the world by storm. Right after he says storm, make your way to the chair. She pointed casually before being interrupted by what appeared to be a command through an ill-camouflaged earpiece. She took off abruptly behind a large flowy purple curtain without further word. The author stood like a child, waiting for her parents to open the door to home. She wore an outfit that was a bit loud for her taste, an emerald green jumpsuit, with large gold clunky necklace and earrings from a cheap hair supply store. 
It looked great, though, on her sun-kissed brown skin. Her heels had laces that went up her calves and disappeared into the wide-leg jumpsuit. So Hollywood, she thought to herself, fixated on her appearance. She took a moment to reflect on how far she had come from being the sweatsuit-wearing, sneaker-loving girl from her youth. Go, 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 the beautiful stagehand shouted, seemingly appearing out of thin air. Celine shuffled awkwardly across the stage to the famous red crushed velvet love seat beside host Aiken Cosner of the iconic Cozy Night Cosner show. He stood, as did the crowd, until she plopped onto the sofa. It was much firmer than she expected. Celine, lovers and fangs, lovers and fangs, I absolutely love the book. That Nash is quite the character. Is it true he was inspired by Olympic wrestler Gant Gallagher? Aiken knew the answer, as did everyone in the room and those watching from home. Every interview brought her long-standing friendship with Gant to the forefront to be analyzed and picked apart. They couldn't understand it. Celine forcing her best smile. Yes, a young Gant. He's evolved so much since Woodsy High, she said. Woodsy, that's the name of the high school. Aiken quizzed. The large spotlights over his head brought out the shine on his overly moose brunette hair. It also highlighted his oily skin. He didn't look as well put together up close as he did through the television. Yeah, small school in a town no one's really ever heard of. Fashion designer Fiona Sandalwood, she comes from Woodsy, right? He asked, interrupting excitedly. Celine tried her best to mask her annoyance. Yes, she came in during my senior year. I think she was a sophomore. Her and her brother Milo. An expression of discomfort must have been apparent because Aquin quickly brought the subject back to the book. So we have a vampire who lives his entire life up until almost midway through the story unaware. His star is slowly rising and he deals with some tragedy meets a young lady who recommends that he seek some help for what she believes to be insomnia. Then he gets prescribed drugs that activate his vampire nature. And it's unlike anything, honestly, that I've ever read before. It is a story about overcoming obstacles, passion, love, friendship, and health. Aiken gazed into the audience as they hung on to every word. I've been hearing movie buzz. Any plans to turn this film into this book into a film? He asked. Well, I've received some offers, but nothing is set in stone. I do agree with all my supporters that this would be an amazing thing to see on the big screen. Thank you to everyone who's picked up a copy of Lovers and Fangs and also my three other books, Chandra's Girls, Grapes, and Carpenter. Applause erupted after a couple more minutes of banter and the beautiful Asian appeared once more, waving from behind a purple curtain. I was kindly dismissed. She was kindly dismissed from the stage as production cut to commercial. You did great. How are you feeling? The Asian asked in a warm, friendly manner. Getting the author out of the building was her last major task of the night. Celine couldn't wait to remove her strappy lace-up shoes. They grew very uncomfortable while walking. They took an alternate route to the dressing room to avoid any hopeful fans rushing for a photo op. Honestly, Celine started, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm grateful for the opportunity, 
but my bed is calling my name. I still have to make a stop, though, before I can pass out in my hotel. Watching the barely there hips of the stagehand move while she walked was almost hypnotizing to the bestseller. What's the rest of your night looking like? Celine asked her. Smiling kindly, just me and my sons. Picking them up from their grands and putting them to bed, I'm sure they're up giving them more gray hairs. She pulled out her cell phone to show pictures of two small, shiny, straight-haired boys with bowl-cut hairstyles. If it wasn't for the several-inch height difference, the two could pass for twins. Anyways, she appeared to be verbally readjusting her invisible professional hat. There's a gift bag in your dress room, dressing room with some goodies for you. You have about two hours before we start shutting down. If you need anything, I'm just a buzz away. You remember where the phone is, right? Celine nodded. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. What is your name? I want to make sure everyone knows how great you've been. This is the biggest stage I've ever been on, and I appreciate your hospitality. My name is Dona Nagayan. If you want, you can follow me on social media at Donuts and Coffee. It's the same on all platforms. Dona adjusted her small earpiece and grinned. Get home safely. Then strutted off and vanished into the bustle of the scene. Once back in the dressing room, Celine put on some stonewashed distressed jeans and a wrinkled fitted white t-shirt. Even though it was chilly out, all she had was an olive green cheetah print oversized scarf to drape over her shoulders for warmth. The goodie bag sat on top of her makeup chair. A bottle of alcohol was poking out. Gant, she thought to herself. Her childhood friend was a lover of all things alcohol. Eager to see him, she texted him that she was on her way, as scheduled. She took an Uber ride, deep into the sparkle of the big city. The Francella Hotel stuck out like a sword with its large glass windows. The downtown scene was reflecting on them beautifully in a way that made Celine almost forget for a couple seconds. She didn't like the city life. Francella hotels were known for their fine dining experiences. A rooftop with a heated pool and premium bar overlooked some of the most well-known attractions of town. Due to the quick nature of the meetup, they opted to meet on the first floor of the lobby cafe. While sitting by the door, she checked her cell phone to calculate how long it'd been since her arrival. I came from another city. He just has to come downstairs, she thought to herself. She loved him, though, and his antics too much to get frustrated. Gant eased into the scene with his hunter gray velour tracksuit. A silver diamond embroidered chain, although tucked under a gray muscle shirt, was apparent. His smell was rich and masculine and greeted Celine before he even opened his mouth to. Celine Bean, he smiled and went in for a hug that ended in playfully him lifting her up out of her seat. Now that his face was pressed against her, she smelled the marijuana. You want wine? Shoot. I was expecting the server would have been here already and you already would have been started. What the heck? His volume started to go up. How was the big show? Big stage? Can't, Celine said. Do you have to talk loud everywhere? It was great. They brought you up, of course. And Fiona. 
Man, forget Fiona, Gant said. Chill, Celine replied. I don't have long anyway, so I don't care about wine. I just wanted to come see you, babe. Celine pulled the liquor bottle, gifted from the cozy Cosner night show, goodie bag out of her purse, and slid it across the table towards him like a winning hand of cards. Shoot, <laughs> we gonna use this tonight for sure. We, Celine asked, who you got up there this time? She was referring to whatever woman was in his hotel room. This time, he asked, you talk to me like I'm some kind of freak. Gant began chuckling to himself. I got your girl up there. Celine's eyes lit up. My girl? Before she could say anything else, Gant whipped out one of his many phones and showed a very X-rated photo of a familiar woman. Come up, he said softly, licking his full lips. His gaze was lost in lust. Nah, Celine replied. I'm good. You enjoy her. I have been <laughs> for the past two hours. Come on, girl. Gant rose from the table and gently took Celine's hand and began slowly leading her to the elevator. Just a few minutes. The elevator door closed them in and seemingly shut them off from the real world. Give me a kiss. Gant nearly begged as he lightly tugged the cheetah print scarf still draped over Celine's shoulders. Boy, cut it out. She slapped him playfully and allowed him to show her the way to his room. Once the elevator doors opened with a ding, it was showtime. It was the last room at the end of the hall. Unsurprisingly, the door to his room was left open, irresponsible in true Gant fashion. As they approached the door, there she was, as curvy and chocolate as ever, barely covered in the hotel sheets on the king-size bed. When she saw Celine, she eased up against the plethora of pillows invitingly. Ah, oh, man, Gant shouted. I just want to be somewhere in the middle with you, please. Celine threw him her scarf. Just sit back and watch and make sure the door is locked. That's the end of chapter one. <laughs> what did you think? Um, this was my first time like reading. I've done a little, I guess, voiceover work um, and video work, but um, I don't do it often. I'm actually trying to practice and kind of build uh, my voice and portfolio and stuff like that because I get a lot of compliments on my voice especially when I read um, but yeah what did you think that was the first chapter of Woodsy High Heroes um, and I'm gonna stop it there there's plenty more um, I hopefully I didn't confuse anybody with with the way I was reading um, because it actually looks different in the book but I had to kind of add a little bit extra just so you could understand who was saying what. Um, so, yeah, feedback is welcome. What do you think so far? What do you think about the dynamic um, between Gant and Celine and their friendship? Um, what do you think about Lovers and Fangs? And what do you think about Celine and Timothy? You know, 
there's a lot of questions that that arise in the very beginning of this book so hopefully you enjoyed it i would love to hear how you feel about it and yeah follow me follow me on instagram uh w-i-n-i-f-r-e-d the podcast is spelled exactly the same way uh as it is on the actual podcast name should be very easy to find um send me a dm i'm thinking about maybe making a facebook page if people want to reflect or talk about episodes still kind of playing around with the idea but i hope you enjoyed that first segment of my special for woodsy high um am i gonna read the whole book um no (laughs) you're gonna have to buy it um but i might read another chapter so Alrighty, well, that's it for this special. Thank you so much for tuning in and take care and look out for some more awesome interviews this month.